This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome back to That Mill Podcast. My name's Omar. I'm joined tonight by... Chris, Chaps89, as you say, in your little figure out a bomb there, mate, your Twitter handle. Hello, mate. You good? Good evening. Yeah, all good. Thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. It's a bit of a joyous show, hopefully, for all three of us here. We've also got Ben, at Greeny underscore Ben, seeing as I've done Chris's one. Hello, mate. You good? That's right. Yeah, all good, fellas. How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, we'll cut straight to the chase. Millwood have announced the signing today of Ollie Buck. Returning on loan from Werder Bremen after we missed out on him in the summer. I think we did go for him. It feels like it was muted at the time in the summer. Um, we didn't get him in the end, but we've got him back on loan. After 15 games in the league for Werder Bremen and two goals, I think he popped up the winner away at Dortmund, if memory serves me right, in the 96th minute or something in the Bundesliga this season. Um, Chris, let's go straight to you, mate. He's signed for us. Back on loan. What's your immediate thoughts when you've heard that one earlier today, mate, and he's having a medical down at the den? Return of the Burke. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I think it is a bit of a, an underwhelming signing, but but um, he is someone that we know. We know well. We know what to expect from him. Um, he's incredibly pacey, uh, which gives us something that I think we've all addressed that we've, we've missed this season. Mm-hmm. Um, works hard, knows the group, uh, Probably comes in, <clears throat> excuse me, fitter than he did when he comes to us last season. So um, all in all, I don't think it's a bad signing. It's it's not the uh, you know the marquee signing that that Nisbet would have been or anything else, but it's not a bad signing and um, definitely gives us a, a slightly different option to what we've got already. It's definitely what I feel an echo there, especially the point about um, you know potentially more fit. He's played 15 games in the league this year in the Bundesliga as well. Ben, I know it's a. Uh, contextual whether you know how much he's featured there and how much he's played you know a lot of it's bit part off the bench kind of a squad player but you know 15 games at the January point of the window in the season obviously World Cup break in the middle he's obviously featured in and around the squad there and you know compared to when he signed for us last year after playing only three games in the champ for Sheffield United maybe potentially we've got a bit more of a well-rounded and obviously match fit Oli Burke available for us this time around. Yeah hopefully as we said when we got him last time he was very, very limited in terms of his minutes. It doesn't look like he's played a great deal for Werder Bremen. I mean, just having a look here in his last two games, he's played four minutes and 13. As you said, it looks like he's been coming off the bench. Is probably one of the reasons why he's looking to, to move on and get more game time. But look, it's more than what he was getting at, at Sheffield United last time. So, yeah, I think 
if he can show glimpses of possibly what we've seen, not only with us, but with Werder Bremen and even Celtic before that, he's going to be a useful signing. Um, similar to you, Chris, I was a little bit underwhelmed earlier when, when we announced it, but yeah, I think it adds much needed depth and very different to what we've got now in terms of Vogue playing wide. So yeah, I don't think he's a bad signing. No, I agree with you there, mate. And I mean, if it's... Is he maybe a target we was going for all along this window as well? It feels like it's a mixed reaction online. It's a 50-50 kind of split. I think for the pair of the players that are linked with us, the second one we'll get on to in a minute. Um, but, you know, obviously we signed Burke. He's come back. It seems to be like a fullback option a little bit. I don't know what you both think about that. I don't know what's going first on that. But it feels like we've had targets that we set out for at the start of the window. If if, it's, if it is a fullback, Burke's not the worst one to fall back on, I suppose. I mean, I'll come to you again, Ben, on that one. Like, it's, it's not the worst option. He's... Yeah. Obviously, got pedigree at this league, and we've seen what he's about. And he adds a lot of pace to that front line, especially in the wide areas. I think if you go through probably our targets, I can't imagine he was in the top three of those. We we know two of them, right? So I can't imagine that. Yeah, he was in the top three. But yeah, everything that you guys have just said there, we know him. He knows the group. He knows how we want to play. He knows the manager. There's it's almost very. There's no risk attached to this signing, I guess. Um, so. Yeah, I don't think he would have been in the top three or maybe even five, but I don't think as a a last result we need people in signing. I don't. I think we could have done a lot worse. And as you say, I think the big thing is that he knows the group, he knows the club, um, and I think it's just going to be a case of if he is up to speed and match fit, then he's going to go straight in. So, yeah, I don't think he's a, a bad backup signing or a number six, seven, eight, or whatever he might have been on our target list. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I think he, I think he's a decent backup. Straight into the team, potentially Saturday, Chris. I mean, cool, that's a big shout that one. But I mean, you know, I think if you look at it, obviously, I think with obviously the match fit comment as well, he was actually injured the first half of the season with Sheffield United. And I think it showed, you know, he came in, broke down, did he straight away in the first couple of games, yeah. came back, broke down again, and eventually kind of got a string of games together. The best performance for me is Luton away, you know, where he came on and you can see he was getting up to speed. Um, so you can see what he's got in his locker, I suppose. And, you know, that's kind of what we'll be looking for him, I suppose, going into, you know, the crunch time to see them. Hundred percent, and I think if you uh, if you look at the the eighteen that we had available to us <clears throat> against Cardiff, does he improve that eighteen? And I think the obvious answer is yes, he does. Whether he starts or not is uh, <clears throat> you know is, is is debatable and probably not right now. But he improves that eighteen, and he he's definitely someone. And we said this when we signed him last time: is that I don't care who you are as a defense as a, as, a, as someone playing in the defence in the championship with 20 minutes to go you don't want Ollie Burke running at you because there's one thing he's got and he's that is he's lightning quick um, he doesn't really know what he's going to do with it after time so therefore the defence can't <laughs> so um, look yeah I, I get a, a lot of people saying he probably was a, a backup signing and, and, and he most likely was you know uh, the, the sort of how quickly the announcements come about and the way it's happened um, but he's probably fairly low cost just a, a portion of wages, I would imagine, until until the end of the season. Um, where I, I'm not sure if he's still got a contract to Werder Bremen at the end of the season. I'm not sure. Someone, maybe there's someone else knows. Um, he knows the group. They, Rowett and the club probably know that he's, you know, he's um, not going to cause trouble. Maybe other than his clobber. Um, and I think he'll he'll fit well in, in into what we're looking to do um, and can can hit the ground running. The only thing I would say is. Um, is he going to be someone that 
you know, impacts that first eleven. That's the only question for me, which I'm not I'm not quite sure about. I think on that point, you just on the contract. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, um, yeah, twenty twenty five. So yeah, yeah, that was my point. So that's because I think he he signed a three year deal. I remember seeing at the time, or yeah, three year deal when he went there initially. Um, is it foolish? Is it foolish to say that Millwall haven't got a clause in there potentially to buy him? Let's be honest. I mean, if he hits the ground running, if he becomes that player that you know he's meant to have had potential for for the last eight years, nine years of his of his career. Have we got an option in there? There's not been anything touted about, has there, Chris? I don't think so. I've not seen anything said right. like a view to a permanent or anything as such, but it's it's an interesting one that I feel like. And it's, it's it's also weird, like, why... I would have imagined we would have tried to have signed him in the summer. I, I, like, you, like you said earlier, Omar, I can't imagine we wouldn't have done. Um, But was it that they were offering a three-year contract and that that's why maybe he, he opted to go to Werder Bremen or was it the lure of the Bundesliga? I don't know. Um, but it's just interesting how now he's interested in, in, in playing for us. I know he's, he's dropped down the pecking order um, at Werder Bremen. Maybe that's got something to do with it. And I guess we were an obvious fit for each other. He wanted to come back and live in London and um, it was an obvious one. But that that's just uh, a little bit weird for me, Ben. I don't know what you think in terms of whether whether we whether we went for him in the summer or not, I'd be almost certain that we did. And again, I'm just on the salary sport here, so I don't know if this is a reliable source of weekly wage. But it says he's on 16 grand a week there. I'd imagine for us that's pretty hefty, and we probably wouldn't have been offering him that, considering injury concerns. Wasn't really playing at Sheffield United. Would we have then offered him a three year deal? So when you look at it like that, Werder Bremen was probably an attractive offer for him. In terms of us not having a permanent or option to buy clause, he's clearly a stopgap, right? We need bodies in, as we said, and he ticks a number of the sort of low-risk boxes in terms of he knows the group, etc., as we just said. So I'm not too concerned that we don't have that option to buy. If he tears it up, then it's just going to be one of those things. And I've seen online before we jumped on here that apparently the manager for the word of Evan, the Werder Bremen manager, and get my words up, sees his future in Germany. So it clearly is just a case of he wants minutes and wants to play. So coupled with the fact he's got a three-year deal, yeah, I, he's clearly going back and it just seems like it's a stopgap for us to get bodies in the door. Again, I, I don't mind. We know he's a backup in terms of our transfer targets, but fairly low risk, as we keep saying. And as we've already said, it improves the group. Only two goals in 14 games in his spell of us, obviously, in January onwards last year. I mean, I, I am for the signing overall and I think it is a good addition to the front line in the wide areas especially. It means George Honeyman doesn't have to play out wider right, Ben. I know obviously we have that on a show or two previous. Um, I do think if we, if there was a chance to get a clause in there, I mean, you, I agree with what you're saying there. Is, is this... He's 25 now. I just feel like I could see a, a world where if he does hit the ground running, it's like it's a win-win for Werder Bremen. Whereas I suppose it's a win-win for us too. If he gets us into the playoff positions and we get promoted to the Premier League, then you might be able to afford him, I suppose, Chris. But I just I just wonder whether or not if there is something there. There might be. We don't know. It's not been reported. But if you're Millwall and you're thinking 25 years old, he's come back again. So obviously Barrett likes him. There must, you know, I'm sure there must be a desire from Millwall maybe to, I mean, we were saying this maybe third or fourth choice option in the transfer window, but... He does. I think he does add that missing ingredient, and I did feel like we missed it at the start of the season, in particular when the season got underway. And it was something I said on the show. Like I'm just hoping that he can come in and you know be that injection of pace and a bit of you know something different to that front front wide area. Yeah, and and I mean 
I'd be surprised if the club, unless, as you say, he comes in, absolutely smashes it, would be prepared to pay a fee for a player that they could have got for free in the summer is, is another way of looking at it. But obviously, situations change. But yeah, I think he... he, he um, you know what you get with Burke, don't you? Let's be honest. We all know his flaws. We all know his good bits. And he's someone that can stretch defences, terrorise defences. His first touch is poor. We know that. But getting him in behind a different option to the likes of Vogie and Honeyman, who, you know, for, for for various reasons have potentially flattered to deceive there. It gives us another option. And I think, as we say, overall, it improves the group. And uh, that's all we can all we can really, uh, we are, really ask for. Rowett, very, you know, documented, said that, you know, you look at all the other benches in the championship in that top, top half of the league and they've got all sorts of options that, that can come on, you know, um, we don't have anyone without an outpace on the bench other than when Bury's fit, really. Um, so this this does give us that option. So, yeah, overall, not the marquee signing we'd hope, but I think when you actually evaluate it and, and things settle down in your mind, I don't think it's the worst bit of business. It's funny how quick things change in football because I remember at the start of the season thinking, oh, we've got a squad here. We've got a squad of players. You know, you've got Honeyman in there who can offer something different. He signed a number 10 Fleming who had something different to the dynamic. Got Phobie and Bradshaw up front. He got, you know, the likes of Tyler Bury out wide and he can change the game if he comes on. But then that quickly changes the season transitions because I remember us all being on the show, Chris, and saying, like, cool, look at this squad now. And then all of a sudden, in the space of three weeks, we let go of a lot of the young players. A Phobie goes. And it's like, oh, we've got nothing now. And it's like, hopefully, you know, we get this over, uh, we get one more over the line. We'll talk about it in a second in Duncan Watmore. Um, but it's it's nice to see, I suppose, we've clearly identified what we wanted because, you know, we are linked with Watmore. His rumours have a medical today. But it's funny how quickly that can change in football and suddenly, oh, Malone's not really trusted anymore in the like, left back position. It's like, it's quick how that can quickly, you know, opinions can change in football, I suppose. Yeah, a- absolutely. And, um, you know, look, we're, we're in a good position in the table, right? You know, I think if we win our uh, game or two in hand, we could go up to third, right? And, and you know, uh, we'll get on to Watmore in a moment, but Middlesbrough fans, in a way, are not happy with Watmore going and potentially to a rival, right? Uh, I'm sure they've got someone lined up um, to replace him. But we're in a good position. With those two signings, uh, hopefully Watmore confirmed tomorrow, there's just that kind of one more. We need one more. Don't we? I think we all know that. And mm. it just shows you that we can debate whether Burke was part of the plan or not. But if the plan was to bring in Watmore, who's a pacey, wide, creative player, and then Nisbet, I think everyone would have looked at that, you know, really positively and said that was a real statement of intent from the club. Obviously, Nisbet hasn't worked out. So we'll just have to see what um, what tomorrow brings. But Ben, do you agree that we need... We still need that one more player, even if what more does come in. Hundred percent. And I mean, Rich Cowley tweeted earlier saying that this had been in the pipeline for the last ten days. Borough were just looking or working on the replacement for what more. So clearly, it was the plan to bring in Isbit and what more. Which I think, if we looked at that and said at the start of the window, we'd have got those two in. I think we'd all have been pretty happy. So, yeah. Again, let's go back to the Burt piece very quickly. The if we look at the players that have been playing out wide in Vogie, Honeyman, Cleary, as we said, would I prefer Burke against any of those out in a wide right position? I'd almost say yes to all of them. Vogie, we've engineered his position to be wide right. Honeyman doesn't 
he's just not a wide player. We said it on that show before. Over, he's just not a wide player. Swap playing him there, please. Um, and Rowick clearly doesn't fancy Bury, right? For whatever reason, otherwise he'd have got more minutes out than that wide right. When you look at it like that, it's it's filled a gap. Um, do we need one more? Yes, I'd love to see one more come in. I'd love to see us go and spend a mil or a couple more if we've still got some budget there to go and do it, which we clearly have if it was Nisbet plus what more. Um, again, who are we going to get in now, last day of the transfer window? It's probably going to be another Burke sort of player that's not getting many minutes where he is and in an injury's kept him outside or someone like that. So, yeah, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love us to go and someone but it's going to be tight isn't it yeah I do agree with you there mate I think obviously we referred to it um, 11 o'clock this morning Richard Cowley says about Burke's medical and one more to come it broke rumoured and then kind of got confirmed later today Duncan Watmore is the second player obviously Amidersborough for two and a half seasons now uh, I think Warnock brought him in initially and you know he's had a good return there I think it's quite a weird reaction I see in various groups I'm in and stuff like that I was only a bit part player can only play 60-75 minutes Played 41 games last season. He's played 16 so far this season. The year before that, he played 30. Scored nine in the first one, seven in the second, five in the third. 21 goals in 87 games. I mean, it's a it's a different kind of proposition. And a player that's, you know, not really... He was at Sutherland for, I think, what, 10 years, it felt like, um, a long while back, Chris. But I think what more adds that addition of, you know, like Burke, in a sense, direct, hardworking. I've always been impressed with him when he's played against us, to be fair. Even when he came as a sub against us at the Riverside earlier this month, like I'm really impressed by that sign if we get over the line. And it's not happened yet, so we've learned with Nesbitt not to say much, but feels like this could be like a, a good transition and you know, two different wide players there that can both feature and be in the side straight away, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think what more is probably if 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 he does sign, probably more someone that you would maybe throw straight into the mix. Um he, he's featured a lot more heavily recently for, for Borough than, than obviously Burke has been playing in, in the Bundesliga and I agree I think I've always been really impressed with him he's he's for me he's a Millwall type player he's he works very very hard he's quite aggressive in the way he plays he's direct he's quite exciting to watch which I think Millwall fans will will see that he's um he, he's a ball carrier he likes to take people on um and for someone that doesn't play as an out-and-out striker I think his goal returns pretty good to your point. You know, averages around one in four over the three years. Mm-hmm. Um, probably knows some of the group. I would imagine he knows Honeyman. Um, I don't know if Savile and him crossed paths when they were there. So he probably know a few of the groups. So that will play a part. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he is going to sign, I do believe uh, it could well be on a permanent, which would be, you know, a good bit of business for us to have have him sort of a more of a longer term, longer term signing. I think he's 28 years old. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a really good signing. And yes, okay, he's got history of knee injury. I feel like we, we love a player that's got a bit of a an ACL problem. But, um, you know, uh, between him and Mason Bennett, we've got two, two uh, we've probably got two players that make one good one. But no, they're, they're, yeah, I think overall um, we should be really pleased with, with that signing. I do like this signing. I, I really do. I think, you know, 28, you're right. He's 29 in the 8th of March. So it seems to be 29. Still got probably, you know, two or three, four good seasons at him. Maybe more. Who knows what happens with his injuries. But I do like his background as well, Ben. You know, he, he was at Man United as a youth player. Then was at Altrincham. Played, you know, the lower leagues. Got picked up by Sunderland. Ended up playing in the Premier League. But I think he's had that kind of grounding. You can see that in him, the type of player he is, I feel like. You know, he's he's dogged, hardworking. And he has that bit of quality too, mate. And I think he'll fit in well at the den if he touch wood, stays fit and gets signed over. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? We we 
we love signing players. You just said, Chris, someone that just might be a little bit lightweight or susceptible to an injury. But again, that's probably the pond that we're fishing in at the minute. Um, he's one of those players that I've always seen, whether it be Sunderland or Borough. I watched him come on against Sunderland for Borough a couple of weeks ago. Just got involved straight away. He looked like he had a bit of quality on the ball. Um, as you said, he's got Premier League experience. I know five, six years ago. But yeah, he's always a player that I've seen and just thought, <clears throat> decent player. So yeah, really happy with that. He's going to add a bit of quality. As you said there, Chris, he might know a few of the lads as well. So hopefully sells in pretty quick. From what's been rumoured on Twitter, it seems like it's a relatively low fee as well. So I don't think there's many negatives apart from his... I don't even want to keep saying it because I don't want to jinx it, but it's possible injury <laughs> problems. Um, but yeah, again, proper just championship level player. Again, someone that we've been crying out for, I think. So yeah, really happy with him. Um, I, I really like, because his story as well, how he signed for Middlesbrough. I do remember Warnock talking about it last year and I've just dug the article up. But I know Warnock loved him. Like Warnock was like, when he's at Borough, like, I think he got released from Sunderland in the summer. Didn't sign for uh, Sunderland uh, until Fulmersborough till three, four months into the season, and kind of turned up and trained. And you know, he said he's a fabulous lad, one of the best lads I've ever had under me. He was so keen to do well, so I said to him, "Listen, instead of going to India, let me see if I could get you a contract here because I think he was going to go over to India to play football." Um, and you know, you could tell he's that kind of character. Like we're saying here, Chris, you know, he's obviously a hardworking player. And if Neil Warner was giving him a good reference like that, you know. Warlock was that kind of manager that you'd always thought is associated with what we're about as fans and as a club. Like, I do think if Mill's identified and, you know, Aldo's come in and we're looking for a new identity to Millwall, this feels like a unanimous thing of, you know, this is a player that, you know, he can fit in at the club straight away. And with that in mind, hopefully go from Leeds to Bound straight away for us. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one thing that seems to be, uh, and I really like this, by the way, um, seems to be part of our sort of recruitment criteria is, is character um and I, I really do like that and uh you know if you can look at Zian you know Zian doesn't he, he seems to have that kind of character I think there's a few interviews this week about kind of the the pressure of being in the top six and he he seems to get it you know away games the way he comes over to the fans and stuff like that I think he seems to get it um and that's really important I think to play for a club like us you have to have that uh, mentality that work hard workmanship like mentality and and from from glad uh, references what Moore's had from Warnock but also uh, just seeing some of the uh, Middlesbrough fans on Twitter it shows to me that he's definitely that kind of character so I think it's a really good signing um, it's nice to um, not always sign the same players you know we we went for a period didn't we under Rowett where we signed his mates from Derby mm-hmm. uh, or Birmingham or wherever. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's really nice. And this one came out of, out of nowhere again, didn't it? Really, I, I don't think mm-hmm. any one of us. I mean, on the show on Saturday, we were talking about potential signings, and, and no one mentioned him. I, I didn't even think he'd be available, to be honest. So, um, yeah, Touchwood he gets over the line, and it's it's um, it's a good bit of business. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. One thing I'd ask, uh, where do you think from what you've seen is his strongest position? This is what I was about to actually come on to because I was going to say, obviously, what more, but it feels like we firmly moved away from what Rowett had an idea of in the summer. We had no wingers at the club. We had Bury and that was it. Now we've signed two wingers. I guess I'll come to you on Ben and you can answer um, Chris's question there. What's going to change? or who, what, can, Are these players both going to fit into what we're already playing with a 4-2-3-1? We've got a clear number 10 in there. We've got wide players now. feels like this is the formation we're going with and we're sticking with it, I feel like. Just going back to Chris's previous point, I think you always tell when you sign a player once we have the fans' reaction mm. and I haven't seen a negative one from any bar of fans. So it just tells you the sort of regard that he's held in, as we just mentioned. There's literally been no negative comments about him to, uh, at all. So yeah, I think that's always a telltale sign. In terms of position, yeah, that's my only concern with him. I don't... Does He, he seems to play anywhere across that front three, right? Down the middle, left or right. Is it just a case that we've got him because he can do that and he can fit in any in any of those positions? Does he give him a bit of depth behind Bradders or in front of Bradders? I, I can't imagine he would have come to us if he's not a guaranteed starter as well. So I'd imagine Rowett's probably thinking it's going to be one of those positions. Yeah, that that was what I was actually going to say about that, but hmm. that is my only thing. I don't know where his best position is. It seems like he's played a lot down the middle, so... Yeah, maybe he's just coming to to be ahead of Bradders, and we're going to use Bradders off the bench. But yeah, it seems as as I keep saying, he can he can play in, in any of those three, which isn't a bad thing. I think he's just I think he's he's kind of one of those players that just likes to get the ball and run with it, and that's like I think that'd be perfect. You know, in the championship, especially for us, I feel like we don't have we've got Fleming that can carry the ball and drive yards, but he ain't got the pace to back it up as well. Sometimes I feel like, but he's not slow Fleming, but he's not rapid at the same time. I suppose in that kind of assessment of that. But like, I think Watmore will be the kind of player that will get the ball like Burke and just carry us up the pitch. And I think that will help, especially away from home, Chris. I feel on the counter-attack, teams are not going like, to play against us, I feel like. Especially if you've got Burke, Watmore, Fleming, kind of find the service and even Bradders up front, for example, making a noose himself. I feel like there's going to be that kind of fear factor about us, especially away from home, where teams will might want to pay us more respect, I feel like. Absolutely, mate. And I think it gives us a different dimension of playing, doesn't it? Because... The, the way in which, if, if you're playing with Bradshaw, Vogie, Fleming, uh, you know, as, as three out of your front four, they haven't got half a yard of pace between them. So they're, they're, it's, 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 you've almost got to break teams down by playing good football or score from set pieces in order to, to progress up the pitch. Whereas if you've got ball carriers, and let's be honest, we haven't had a ball carrier since, since Jed, um, well, and Burke last season, of course. And, it just gives you another way of, of playing. And as you said, away from home on the counter, it means potentially we can stretch teams a little bit more, leave someone up top a little bit more. So it just gives us a few different options. And I think Watmore can also play as a 10, um, sort of in, in Fleming's position. So, um, you know, maybe another potential is that Fleming goes up top. You know, um, he, he, he looked all right against Cardiff and obviously showed that strength. And I've always likened his... Um, He's attributes to Yorkeres. I'm not saying he's at that level, um, mm-hmm. but in terms of Yorkeres isn't the quickest, but he can use both feet, hold the ball up, be strong, good at playing, he's back to goal, intelligent. So 
who knows? It just gives you a few different options, doesn't it? And I think that's really important, particularly as we come into a period like February where we've got Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, you're spot on there. I mean, do they both go into the team? Do you expect what, if what more size tomorrow? What do you think? Is he gonna, I mean, it's an interesting one to have. They, I mean, what was the team against Cardiff? You had Honeyman and was it who on the left? I can't remember. I'm loving me now. Fergie didn't start. No, he didn't start. Sorry, it's Bennett. It's Bennett. Style. Oh, Bennett started, yeah, that's it, yeah. And Styles left back, yeah. But I do both play. I don't know. You could see that. Maybe maybe, maybe one or the other, but it could be a world where you see both of them just go straight to the side. I also only see what will start. He's played a lot more minutes. He's been playing an hour, 70 minutes. So I think, yeah, I'd be almost certain what was going to start. Don't think Burke will. Chris, great. More playing against Sunderland as well, right? He's... <laughs> oh, yeah, and cool. Plus, uh, maybe you know, what more in Honeyman on the... I use the term loosely on the wings for Honeyman, but um, playing down the wide positions, you've got two former um, Sunderland lads in there. Who knows? Um, I, I, If I had to take a punt, I'd say both would be on the bench, actually. I would like to see Watmore start. I genuinely would. I just don't think. I think we'll give Bennett and Watmore half each. <laughs> like it. I like it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it. Two new signings for us. Well, one and a half, if I suppose. We've obviously addressed about the fact that we're missing or we feel like we want one more. I do feel like there's a world where we get one more in. I can see a little merry-go-round happening. And if you mentioned, obviously, Ben, about, you know, spending some money. But you saw, I don't know if you saw the article about saying, you know, we won't, you know, we won't go in hastily and spend two million on a player. Or, you know, we'll kind of pick and choose our moments and wait for it. And the, the Burke side, like we said at the start, feels like a full-back option, you know, to kind of play it safe, get something you know that can come in and do the business for us. But... Who or what do you envisage happening tomorrow? I mean, it's a million dollar question, I know, and I'm not expecting to give me a categoric answer, but I feel like we're going to get one in. I don't know. I feel like it's going to happen. I, I think if we do, I would be really happy with the business that we've done, even though we've already said these, or certainly Burke wasn't a top three, five target of ours. I'd be really happy if we get someone else in. I really hope we can. Again, I said it a couple of times now. I'm assuming, though, if we do, it's only going to be someone that isn't getting game time somewhere else or is, yeah, just struggling to get into a squad. I don't think it's going to be a premiership loan or someone like that. And again, look, if we don't spend a great deal of money again, I think I think that's fine. I, I, we haven't rushed into things before. We don't need to now. Just because we all know we've got money to spend on these sorts of players doesn't mean we need to do it. Would I like us to spend that money and give us the best chance to get into the top six come in the season? Absolutely, but... Again, I wouldn't want to be pushed down a route of signing a two and a half million pound player in Nisbet and he does his knee because we haven't done it properly or we've rushed. So, um, yeah, I'm not caught up on us spending it, but it'd be great to get someone else in. Uh, we went through this on Saturday. Who? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, again, we've got another what more lined up where it's been all under the radar and very quiet. And just on that, I'm assuming we've been quiet because... He might have been quite sought after had clubs known he was available. Um, so if it, yeah, if, the, if there are other irons in the fire, then yeah, potentially. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to bring us one more in. Did either of you see the tweet about six o'clock from Roy the Alien? Mill have joined the race to sign Sam Nombe from uh, Exeter. Apparently, we've been quiet. Um, Exeter's reluctant to sell, and we'll do, but we'll do business for the right price. That's uh, Bristol have also been in for the young forward. Um, I think he's got 11 goals in League 2 this year. Bit left field, bit out of the blue, but a, a player that's getting a trick interest. He's been mentioned a few times mm-hmm. in the window, hasn't he? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Certainly here, say on Twitter, I've seen his name pop up. And again, I, we mentioned him on, on Saturday on the show 
don't know much about him, but we see we seem to have been linked with him and other championship clubs have. So again, someone like that is young, scoring goals in a lower league. Again, if we're going to make a punt or sign someone for some money, that's the sort of profile I think we should be going after. Chris, I know Ben is your man, your 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 star boy. Yeah, your star boy. You know, at the end of the day, they've just let uh, Barlazer go to Middlesbrough, mm. so they need a central midfield general. George Evans is that central midfield general, and we need Ogbené. So it just makes sense to just do a swap. No fee, just swap the two. Um, you need a sales pitch there, <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening, uh, Matt Taylor. Best central midfielder in the league. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I do see... Uh, I, I can't see Evans. Surely Evans goes tomorrow. I think so. Surely. Um, and and then when you when you look at the... The financials. If if we've signed Burke and we're paying for these full wages, if they're believed to be sixteen k, then you're almost doing a like for like with a phobic, right? In terms of wages, wages going in, wages going out. What more would then be um, sort of an incremental one? And if we were prepared to do what more and Nisbet, then you could say that there is still some funds potentially um, for us. But I, I'm, I'm with Ben. I don't, I don't want us to waste money as much as I think. If we went with just Watmore and Burke, it would be a missed opportunity. Genuinely, I, I, I do think that. I think we are now a proper centre-forward away from being a real, real top-six contender. I mean, we are anyway, but realistically. Um, so I, w- I would like us to get one in. I'd, as much as I love Ogbené, I don't actually think he is the the exact player we need. Um, I'll take him in an instant. Um, but we'll see. I... Um, we need a mobile target man, but the problem is, so does after championship. So it becomes a very difficult time on deadline day to get it. Uh, Nombe, possibly someone from a foreign league we've never heard of could could pop up. Who knows? But um, the only thing that makes me think that that ain't going to happen is because I don't know this. I, I don't have any sources, but I would imagine that um, I think what more is done. And they've deliberately not announced him so that they can announce him tomorrow as a deadline day. <laughs> I don't know, Omar. What, what, what do you think? Do you agree that we need that mobile target man? And well, yeah, there a world that, that we get one in. I absolutely do think we do. I, I, I can see. I'm happy with the business. If this is the two, then you know it's two more than I thought we might have even got yesterday morning. To be honest with you, so you know, I, I'm happy with the two if we if what gets over the line. And I won't, I'm with you boys, I don't, you know, if we're going to wait for the right target, you know, Nisbet, I think if we all think he failed his medical, no one knows for sure, that's hearsay, but, you know, we're waiting for the right target, we're not willing to waste the money quite clearly, we want to obviously choose the right person to come in, so I'm all for that, and, you know, I do credit the recruitment team for Watmore and Spurks, to be honest, I do think, you know, pair of them are good signings, and like I said, Watmore buys into what we're about, I feel like, so, yeah, I mean, do we get one in? I can see a world where, like, a guy Corey is constantly linked with Everton, and I feel like Sean Dyche is going to want to go for him. And I could just see, like, a little merry-go-round happening in the championship tomorrow. I feel like there's going to be a bit of craziness happening, and you're going to end up with, didn't we sign Leonard and Tom Bradshaw on deadline day once? You know, I can see us trying to sign someone out of the blue. There's going to be some movement somewhere, and then I think we'll benefit from it. I do think, you know, we're waiting. I think we're in the wing for one quite clearly. I think it's different if, like, you know, you've got a couple of players there and, you know, you're happy with what you've got. I think we're quite clearly not happy with what we've got because Rowett said it on numerous occasions in the window. We want a forward. We're looking for a forward. And now it's, we'll wait for the right forward. I can see a world where a door opens tomorrow and I think we'll pounce for one. I really do think that. And 
you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I think we'll all we'll go and spend the money on it as well. They'll know their targets. And if there's one that pops up, I think we'll go for it. I, I, I agree, mate. And I think the um, the other thing as well is there, there's potentially a lot of money coming into the championship tomorrow, which might fund that merit round. So uh, Harry Suter has been a 15 million bid from Leicester. So that's a Stoke centre-half. That then could start the ball rolling with, with Stoke splashing some cash somewhere. You've got the Gilkares piece that we just talked about. Um, you've got um, Swansea just received some money for Obafemi from Burnley. Um, you, you know, there's 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 quite a few players that are starting to, you know, rumoured to still be going. And, and that sometimes just creates this snowball effect where things start to spike into action. Um, where... Also- I was going to say, wherever Benet goes, maybe that means that Robin have got money for Evans. Yeah. Potentially, we <laughs> have money for that. You know, so there's all sorts. I think um, we'll be waiting for that dreaded tweet from Richard Cowley saying, after what more, we will have uh, done <laughs> the rest of the night. We'll wait yeah. for that tomorrow and then our hopes will be shattered. I think we're happy with it though, but like I said, I think the difference this time is also like if you're like a player that could be interested in going to Mill, you see you sign what more Burke and you see Mill was in a good position. And if we do go for that and kind of go for a two million power striker, I do think we're in a position to kind of go, look, we're having a go here. And I think that will look appealing to potential signers too. And like I said, I just, it just feels different this window where, you know, you're getting these two over the line and we're clearly lurking for one. We've always been lurking for a striker, every club does, but I feel like it's different this time around. I really do. I mean, yeah, I'll ask you already, Ben, but, you know, I guess. What do you reckon to that? I, I can just see a world where, you know, there's going to be a little merry-go-round tomorrow and something might happen, mate. There's always a bit of craziness on the last day. There's going to be some panic buying. There's going to be some panic selling. As we said, that one big name going, whether it's Gricaris from Cov or whoever, it's just going to then, yeah, it's going to kickstart, hopefully, and it's, it, might just, it might just fall into place that a target of ours then becomes available. Um I know we spoke about him earlier, Chris, we spoke about him Saturday, but I'd love us to go after an Ashley Barnes or someone. Add a real bit of quality championship mouse in there. Just a real tough centre forward who can lead that line. We said it before, but wages for him is going to be impossible. But yeah, someone like that. If Burnley go and sign some more attacking players, which they could well do. I think you said again, Chris, Saturday they were linked with, or they just signed the new centre forward. So yeah, it's, it's going to kickstart. I was actually just looking at Rich Cowley's thread there of us being in for what we'll see if someone has asked if we're in for anyone else no one seems to have done that which is weird so um get yeah i better ask him yeah that, that's that, that, that's the concern though right we get that over the line and that's where he comes out we're all, we're all done for the day um but yeah look i think we all are hopeful that we do get one more in be interested though do we think if Watmore isn't seen as a, a centre forward and he's going to play left wing or right wing, we, we still need that centre forward. Or do we think we've gone for Watmore to be that centre forward? It'd be interesting to see how, how that plays out if we do get someone in. Chris's take on um, Fleming being up front could also be an option as well, which I hadn't really thought of, but you know there could be something there to that as well. I just I, obviously we mentioned Evans surely is going to get shown the door, but in this whole merry-go-round, can we see anyone else potentially leave the club tomorrow? Is there anyone that you think maybe? I don't know, Ben, I'll come back to you on that one. Anyone that you think a bit out of the blue, they might go or disappear. Maybe Scott Malone, for example, or someone like that. Someone that's just kind of been lurking in the background. I don't know. Do you know what I was going to say? About, what about Creswell too? Creswell's been constantly rumours being recalled and it's gone quiet. Again, I've different conflicting probably stories on the Creswell piece. I've heard that they've missed the deadline to 
getting back leads. I've heard that they haven't. There's still rumours that he's going back. I'd be amazed if they take him last day of the window and don't at least give us an opportunity to replace him from either side. I just don't... I know they hate us and we hate them, but I can't imagine they'd do that. Um, just on the Cooper piece, I know there was rumours about him going Rangers earlier. I saw that that's been kiboshed by Michael Bill, which is good. Um, or certainly for now, so he's not going to be leaving. But yeah, potentially someone like him alone, as that many much game time coming back from injury, might want to get some yeah some minutes under his belt for the rest of the year. Style seems to be, I don't know if he's been forced to be next best, but I don't mind Styles playing at left back. To be honest, gives us a bit of um, attacking force at a wing back. Um, yeah, outgoings. I mean, we mentioned George Evans, but is there is there anyone else we can afford to let go because we're we're thin on the ground? So unless it's in a ridiculous bid for. Fleming, for example, which isn't going to happen, then I can't see us being able to let anyone else go, to be honest. What about Tyler Bury, maybe? I don't know, maybe he gets a load for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's just, just a weird one, isn't he, Bury? Oh, Rowe just clearly doesn't fancy him, does he? Because he's had opportunities to play him, and we've been saying all year that we're crying out for a wide player, but he just doesn't seem to either get a run of games or when he gets his chance, he doesn't seem to have shown the flashes that he has done over the last sort of 12 months. But Rowick clearly doesn't think he's ready to step up and be that main man for us out on that right-hand side. You would have thought with Jed going, natural natural kind of progression for him just to go in that spot as a youngster. But as I say, it doesn't seem like Rowick fancies him or believes that he can be that man for us out there. So, yeah, I, would I be against letting him go? I, I, I'm probably a cavil. I don't really care if he stays or goes, to be honest. That's my opinion on Bury. It's a bit harsh, but... I, <laughs> He's a bit meh for me. Anything to add on that, Chris? Um, I I think it'll be a really interesting competition for who dresses worse between him and Burke. So, yeah, uh, I'd like to see him stay for that. No, I, I um, I reckon you could throw your hat into the name for that. No, Chris, no. Or no? <laughs> Mickey would Mickey would say it. So I felt like I had to say it for him there. I didn't mess it, mate. Cheers, cheers, mate. Um, no. Uh, yeah, me, me, me and Berkey have definitely got a few uh, few matching items. I'll leave it at that. Um, cue the abuse. No, so I, I think I, I I would like to see. I think if we sign it, if we sign another forward, I would like to see Bury go on loan because I think he he needs a run of games. Um, because the reason I don't think he gets the run of games is because he can't be trusted to the defensive work going forward. There's there's no doubt that he's got something. Um, and there was I know there was a little bit of um, to and fro with the fans, which I think you know. Just him not being here for a while wouldn't necessarily be a be a bad thing. So I see I see that potentially um, something. I think Evans is the obvious one. Um, I'd keep Malone to be honest. I think that um, he offers something a little bit different. I think he um, is still incredibly athletic considering his age, and he's quite quite good dead ball um, deliveries. So I, I would keep him personally. Um, the only other one for me, which I, I, I would, who I would also keep, but I would imagine might be thinking, what's going on here, Shackleton? You know, he, he come here, and I think he, he kind of half expected to be a one of the one of the sort of starting midfielders, and it just hasn't played out that way. I don't think he's been bad. I don't think he's been great. I think it's just been that Billy Mitchell and George Savile have have kept him out of the team, and and rightly so. So, you know, that's the only other one that. Who knows what's going on? Cresswell for me will only go back if 
there is a big offer on the table uh, for him to, to leave Leeds permanently. So there was rumours about Coventry offering four million for him, which therefore, if you're Leeds and you don't see Cresswell's future long term at the club, paying Millwall two hundred grand or whatever it is to bring him back is worth the four million you'll get. So that's that's the only other one. Um, other than that, I think we'll go with what we've got and um, just yeah, buzzing for Saturday now. Whatever, whatever comes, really, it's been it's been a long time coming, isn't it? Feels like it has been a long time coming, hasn't it? That's it's like it feels, Cardiff does feel like a little time ago, and obviously you know deadline day, the, the madness of it. I'm actually looking forward to a deadline day for the first time in a little while. To be fair, as I mean, we've had, I don't know, it's not often we look forward to them. I feel like, and you know, there was that time when obviously George Sable left. I do feel like there's a spanner in the works tomorrow. I really do. <laughs> we'll have to see. Would you be tuning in tomorrow to watch deadline day, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in previous years, as you just said. Transfer deadline day, also known as Tuesday for Millwall fans. Um, but yeah, tomorrow could be quite exciting, right? Um, I'm really hopeful that the fact that we've kept Watmore under wraps and he's been quiet, but we've said we've been targeting for the last 10 days, we've got something else lined up. Maybe I'm just too hopeful now, and all the pessimistic side of me has been wiped out with two relatively decent signings. But yeah, hopefully that we've kept that quiet. We're generally not a club that likes to shout about things, are we? So no. I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's someone else lined up. Definitely, definitely. Uh, well, Ben, thanks for coming on today, mate. And fingers crossed, I mean, tomorrow, maybe we get that one person in, right? <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. I'll be refreshing Twitter like a madman. Chris, any last words, mate, before we wrap up here, pal? No, mate. Thanks for having us on. Good to, good to talk. And yeah, it's, it's almost nice to look forward to um, a deadline day for once where you, you don't, know what, don't know what's around the corner. We're saying all this now, and then when Billy Mitchell goes for five million pounds tomorrow to Coventry or someone because they sell Guy Corrett, we'll be like, "What the fuck's happened here?" <laughs> Cheers uh, to both of you. I appreciate you both coming on. Um, I quite enjoyed that. It was quite good. If you're new around here, be sure to subscribe, listen, and obviously tune in on all sorts of socials. We're all on over there. Mickey's planning to do a Twitter space this evening. If you're listening on Monday, uh, Tuesday morning, maybe there's some rumours, maybe there's some transfers that come to materialise for us. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much guys for joining me and we'll be back tomorrow. Cheers guys, see you later. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.